Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, taking a little shot of the orange juice of friendship and adding that to the fruit salad. <laughs> Not put orange juice in your fruit salad, James? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm laughing because my new favourite thing now is and adding that to the fruit salad <laughs> really makes me laugh, and I, I, even though I know it's coming. Yeah. I, I'm trying not to laugh. Also, I don't know when this episode's going out with with regards to okay. the rest of the fruit salad. Yeah. But I've also lost track of how many things I've put in the fruit salad. Yep. Or I think we said I'd do five, maybe. I don't know how many we said we, you would yeah. do. Yeah. But um, I, I know that I'm not really sure how many things and what the things are that you've put in the fruit salad yeah. so far. Um, and I think it was a safe bet because you haven't put any juice in it yet to add the orange juice yeah. to the fruit salad. Yeah, but yeah. now you've done that. Yeah. So it has to be just the fruit from now on. Yeah. And I have no idea what's in this fruit salad. Yeah, because at some point I'm going to have to finish making the fruit salad and then that's when people are going to have to enter the competition, which you may or may not have heard about yet. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, yeah, at some yeah. point we've declared there's a competition with this fruit salad yeah. thing, but um, we don't know which one that is. No. <laughs> I mean, what order these episodes are going to go out in. And you would have thought Benito might know, but obviously Benito only hears no, the episodes no. back again when he's editing them yeah. based on the schedule of where we're releasing them. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? So you know, most likely the first fruit salad one isn't going to be the first one that goes out. No. So there will be somewhere it's adding it to the fruit salad and that won't make any sense yeah. to the listeners. Yeah. And then there'll eventually be one where we establish the premise of the fruit salad competition. Yeah. And that might even be the last one. Might be. No, no. No, no, Benito's also not been keeping track, but we don't we don't yeah. expect that. No, we don't expect that. He's got enough on his plate. That's a gamble. My name is James A. Castor. We own a dream restaurant and we invite a guest in every single week and we ask them their favourite ever starter, main course, dessert, side dish and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our guest is... Azuka Hoyle. Azuka Hoyle, a wonderful actor. Uh, Boiling Point, James. She's in Boiling Point. Uh, She's in Big Boys. Amazing. I mean, look, Boiling Point, this is perfect brand synergy. We've got someone who has actually played a chef. Yes. On the podcast. Yes. Someone who... We've, has... we've had actual chefs before, of course. Huh? We've, we've had actual chefs before. Mm. But this just makes so much sense. This is cooler. Yes. Than all the chefs we've had on. Yeah. And uh, the film's great. <laughs> the film's fantastic. Um, and rather excitingly, uh, it has become a TV series. Yeah. Uh, which is out now. It's BBC One. Uh, and you can watch it on BBC iPlayer. 
very excited. Definitely going to watch every single episode. Love yes. the film. I'm definitely going to ask Azuka about all of that. I mean, tr- you try and hold me back. I'm going to want to know everything about Boiling Point. I don't know why I would hold you back uh, on a format where we do ask people about their work uh, mm. to stop you asking questions about it. Sure, some of the times we've had guests in here, you have asked too much about that work and shown too much enthusiasm yeah. and really hung around on those topics for too long. Yep. Plucking an example out of the air, talking to Florence Pugh about Midsummer. What are you talking about? That was good. It was a lot of chat about Midsummer. Was it? Yeah. I had to listen back. I had to take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that went all right. Well, I mean, I love boiling points, so that we might yeah. be in for another one here. Yes. We're very excited to talk to Azuka and finding out what her dream meal is. But of course, if there is a secret ingredient, we will be kicking Azuka out of the restaurant. An ingredient which we deem to be unacceptable. And this week, the secret ingredient is... Walnut oil. Walnut oil, not one of my favourite oils. No? No. You got a favourite? Depends. Are we are you using it for cooking or dressing? Um, I don't want you to wear it, Ed. <laughs> I see. Uh, salad dressing or cooking, James? Uh, salad dressing, I don't know. Yeah. Well, one oil, maybe salad dressing is all right. I like sesame oil in a sal- salad, uh, yeah. depending on what's in there. I mean, if I'm just making a dressing anyway, I'll probably go with like, you know, a rapeseed oil or something like that. Delicious. Olive oil, because the, the old yeah. classic. The old classic. Yeah. If you've seen Boiling Point, you'll know why we're choosing this yes. oil. If you haven't, we're not going to spoil it for you. Walnut oil is important to the plot. It is important. Yes. So you'd think, if you've seen the film, that Azuka would not choose this. But yeah. we will see. Fingers crossed, anyway, because I'm looking forward to talking to Azuka. Big fan of her work. So yeah. this is the off-menu menu of Azuka, Azuka Hoyle. Welcome, Izuka, to the Dream Restaurant. Hey! Welcome, Izuka Hoyle, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. <laughs> well, you, you look so worried now, James, straight away. What's wrong? Uh, <laughs> what, what went so wrong so quickly, James? That's not what you want from a genie, is it? That no. they come out Did and look, look, and then they look <laughs> perturbed. I didn't like the sound I made with the psh. I felt like All it was right. too... No, I thought it was quite impressive. Yeah. I thought it was too, like... Had a had a hard P sound at the beginning of it. Mm. So I don't plosive. normally. Yeah, too plosive. Not that Benito? Too plosive? That's your brand. Yeah, that's your brand, Benito. Not your production company. Benito's got a brand. Yeah. Um, do you have a brand? <laughs> no. Azuka. No, I don't. I guess you're. A, if you're an actor, it's bad if you've got a brand, is it? That, I mean, that means you, I guess you get cast as one thing all the time. Uh, if you've what do you mean like a typecast? Like if you've got a thing? Yeah. If you did have like a brand that was you, do you think that would affect the casting? You would always get cast as the same kind of stuff because everyone associates you with I a like, certain vibe. I mean, that does make sense. Yes, but I like to think of myself as having a bit more to offer. They could see past the brand. Yeah. And see the ability and still cast me in every role which is really just the same yeah yeah <laughs> every role do you want to be every role every role <laughs> no 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 that's too much work i'm exhausted just thinking of that no no, no truly i'm exhausted <laughs> no. it's good to be the first actor to do every role oh uh, no it's not that oh eddie murphy oh yeah sorry eddie murphy <laughs> eddie murphy's done every role eddie murphy has done every role and eddie murphy is very funny he's much funnier than i how about this though Go on. How about I, I, I'm a big studio guy uh-huh. and I come up to you and I say, Azuka, here's the, here's the idea. Do yeah. the voice. Huh? Do the big studio Play voice. Play the character, commit. Azuka, we've got a big idea for you. <laughs> Shrek? We're gonna, no, I'm not Shrek. <laughs> I'm a big studio fat cat. Yeah. And we've got an idea for you, Azuka. We're going to remake 
Nutty Professor, and you're going to be every single member of the clubs. <laughs> Could never. Come on. We want you. <laughs> Could never. We want you. Would never. Everyone's saying never. they want you. <laughs> It would be a real left turn career-wise. It would be left turn. It'd probably also be the end of the road. Yeah. That left turn <laughs> would be the end of the road. Come on, imagine if you pulled drop, that drop, off. Drop, drop, dropped by everyone on the team. Imagine if you pulled that off. Oh, sensational. Yeah. I'm not sure how people feel about the Nutty Professor as a piece of work now. Yeah, but it would need to be rewrite. You, you couldn't just do it as is. Really, it's so, not. Someone would have to rewrite it. I've mm. not watched it in a very long time, but... Mm. It's, not, it's not aged great. Question. <laughs> I think, you know, someone could write a new version of it. Yeah. And if you get like yeah someone else to do that and take that on, yeah. whoever did that, if yeah. they nailed it, uh huh, that's Hall of Fame. <laughs> You're in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah. If you want to be in the Hall of Fame, then that's probably a good a good avenue to go down. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to keep make enough peas to be able to buy myself a home and my friends a home, enough and peas. keep playing lots of fun characters. Yeah. Well, I'd say Nutty Professor, you play a lot of fun characters, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. probably making. Lots of peas. Yeah. Imagine the peas. I feel like I just have to say, yes, I'm going to do it. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Segue. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because we won't drop it, otherwise. Neither of you will drop it. So, uh, yeah, Mm. why not? Nutty Professor, all the rules. Someone will write it. Stupendous. We're in the dream restaurant, of course, in the film and the new TV series, Mm -hmm. I'm guessing. You you don't work in a dream restaurant. It's a bit of a nightmare in that place. Yeah, it's pretty good. Good. Yeah, boiling. We're talking about boiling point. We're talking about boiling point. <laughs> a stressful restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, very accurate to a lot of kitchens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of us got to kind of go in and watch a lot of chefs cooking in very stressful times, and they didn't hold back because they had an audience. That's for sure. <laughs> um, and also, you know, Phil, who wrote it and directed it, he is a former chef, and then we had chefs working uh-huh. on the show with us and working on the film and. They all just love to kind of let us know how stressful it was and mm. is, yeah. So it's, it's a hot environment. It put me off ever working in a kitchen. Oh, did it? Yeah. From what, all positions, not just a chef? Yeah, I think every, everyone has a stressful time in the yeah. film, right? Yeah. Matrix really yeah. the waiters, the waitresses, the KPs. I don't think it, anyone's having fun. No, if anything, I think the experience <laughs> of the front of house in that film made me think that's the worst position because you're getting yeah. it from the kitchen mm-hmm. and, and then horrible yep. horrible customers yep. as well. Yeah. Just can't catch a break. No. How many takes do you do of it? Of the film? Yeah. We did uh, four. We did two on the first day, two on the second day and the film that you're watching is the first of the second day. Take three. Wow. Did anyone mess up at any point and then it had to start again? No. Wow. And a lot of our dialogue is improvised by the actors. So we were just in the zone, bro. I would be so in my own head. Would you? Oh, if it came to me and it's like, right, you got to go now. And like, you, every time it comes to you, uh-huh. are you not thinking, oh, here we go. <laughs> i gotta, I got to get this. If I, if I fucking say this wrong. The thing is, is that because you've got the leeway of improvisation, you don't, there's nothing to get right. There's beats you have to hit. Right. So there's certain you need to you've got a certain amount of time to hit certain stuff and then make sure that if you're in charge of motivating the camera to move to the next bit, then you've done that. But in terms of the exchange that happens with the other character, I was having a whale of a time. When the camera would come over, I was like, here we fucking go. I'll tell you what I'd get in my head. I'd suddenly be like and I wouldn't want to do this, but in my head I'd be going, Oh God, I'm gonna try and introduce a new story element here. And then <laughs> the camera just... pan round and go, I saw a ghost the other day. <laughs> So you saw a ghost yeah. in the kitchen. I saw a ghost. I saw a ghost in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. 
That's really good. See what anyone else had to do to improvise around it. So we've rehearsed, we've practiced, we've got some kind of thing. And then you just take us completely off fucking course and go, saw a ghost. Saw a ghost. In the pantry. Yeah. I just, I need you to know if someone can help. Yeah. And see what they did. <laughs> Meanwhile, Stephen Graham's just stood looking at you like yeah. he's going to rip your head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's his resting face, yeah, right? Oh, good, good luck. Oh, he's a, he, he can, he's he like a giant that. puppy as well, though. Yeah. Oh. Oh, here we go. Go on. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure, I actually I'm sure, I'm sure said, he is like a giant little puppy dog. I'm sure he is like a little puppy dog. He shouldn't run his mouth off on TV shows. <laughs> Has he ever like huh? made a statement to counter your challenge? No, because he's a busy man who doesn't need to be bothering himself with stupid little. Yeah, things. Even Jonathan, Jonathan Ross, he, he, he fired shots at Romish. That's a, that's a all of us, and I'm 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 disappointed in you, Ed, for not not calling him out. Oh look, I, I'm not calling him out, but I'm very happy for you to call him out because I want to see what happens. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. You're gonna get your head. You're gonna get off. absolutely fucking pummeled. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. That would never happen. <laughs> Have you seen him recently? Has he seen? Has he seen himself? Has he seen me? Has he seen himself? Yeah. How's has that a comeback? Himself? Yeah, you looked at himself and went, "Yeah." Mate, Even without yeah. him here, you panic there. Has he seen said, himself? Has he, has he seen himself? <laughs> has he yeah. seen himself? Has he seen himself? Because he should maybe think again. <laughs> no, I don't want to see what would happen. I tell you what, we wouldn't even need. Uh, one take, man. Me beating him up. We do that in half a take. Yeah. Game over. End of film. Is it a film that you're getting beaten up in now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm the hero. Whenever I think about like one take things, or I always remember when they used, they used to try and do like the bill live. So like everyone's panicking about not getting it right, but they'd always cut to the scene too too early, and there'd just be some people stood behind a window in a door, just stood there staring straight ahead. And they stand there for five seconds, and then walk through the door and start talking. That would be me. I couldn't I couldn't hack it. Are you acting off camera as well? Uh, yeah, we try and stay in it as much, but yeah. I mean, I'm prone to a little giggle now mm. and again. Adds the stakes. Do you know what I mean? Pardon the pun. No, I don't know. I'd, I'd mess it up. I mean, listen, you don't know until you've tried. I just think. Have you ever done any sort of like? improv not in the world of comedy more in like dramatic film television uh, setting tiny bit but even then i'm not I'm, I'm not used to being on those things so i panic on that really like, yeah we, how does your we, panic we, we manifest as comedians all the time on stage of course but then once the once the cameras are on you and you're doing a thing i'm like oh no i'm, I'm really starting to think overthink it in my head of okay. what i'm gonna say because everyone's cameras are rolling i don't want to like have to start again do you find that your instinct is that you need to be funny in yeah. those moments yes right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got the comedic curse. Like yeah, because the way my brain works is I think, what's the point in me saying anything unless it's funny? Yeah. Ah. So I'm, if I was improvising in a dramatic scenario, mm-hmm. I'd just be stood silently. Yeah. That's why it would be. <laughs> yeah. That I saw a ghost. I saw a ghost. Yeah. Saw a ghost. <laughs> That's why that would happen. Yeah. <laughs> that really got me. It would be all about that. So the new Boiling Point TV series, I guess, is that shot more like a traditional TV series? There are long shots in it. Yeah. The series will open with a 20-minute long shot. Wow. Mm. Um, it's far more improvised than the film was. Oh, wow. Actually, we were put to our improvising tests on the series. Yeah. But yes, no, we had obviously had, we could start again, we had you more takes. Them, yeah. Minus the first 20-minute take, but 20 minutes was light work for us after doing yeah, an hour course. and a half. So we just boshed that out in a studio as well. And then also some parts on location. Is it back in the same no. restaurant? No. no, we are in a new restaurant called Point North, which specialises in northern cuisine, but based in London. Okay. Okay. So are you the same characters? I am indeed. We are indeed. So you've all moved... 
has the events of the film yes. sorry to grill you. No, 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 this is has good. The event, have the events no, of the film happened? They have happened. So this we pick up around six months after uh-huh. the final frame of the film and everyone's moved on with their lives. You know what happens A lot at of the us end, are... Sorry, yeah, carry on. Go on, no, 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 go on. Though there's a frame after. If, if it carries on the film... <laughs> You see me running and beat him up on, on, <laughs> on, on, on the floor. Yeah, he's you, you're waiting yeah. for him to pass out. Yeah, and then he passed just, out. Yeah. What you don't see on the film is that he passes out from fear because he sees me. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't see is you just spike in the bag before he takes his last yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like tiptoeing like the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very excited about it. So I'll be filming Great British Menu again then. And Tom Carriage is another judge, and he absolutely loved the film. Lovely. Mm. And I was like, surely it can't be that stressful in kitchen. Tommy's like, no, mate, you fucking bang on. Yeah, it is like that. Yeah, even just even just when we're doing the scenes of stressful, that you do get stressed as an actor. Yeah. Those mm. you have to go home and really shake it off. Like it's and it's relentless when you're because we filmed that for the the series was what three to four months mm. in that same kitchen. And I when I first started, I said to Phil and everyone, I was like, oh, I'm fucking gassed to do this because I'm always hungry on set. I was like, we're going to actually have like decent food. And that's when I found out that none of the food is edible that we oh. cook. Nothing's edible. Oh, why yeah. not? Well, because, you know, you've got fish that's in a fridge for seven days that mm. so long as until it, the rule is until it's brown, you, you can continue using it. But that doesn't mean that it's not fucking stinking. Mm-hmm. Stinks. So you're in there trying to film this all. Oh, you can smell this rotten fish. Oh, oh lovely. So we all start with still a sparkling water. Yes. I must say before we start this, yeah. I have put more thought into the restaurant itself mm-hmm. than the, th- the three courses of which I will eat. Okay. Okay. But um, I guess you can discover that as we go along. We can. We can describe it now if you want. Is it up to you? Well, the restaurant is obviously a dream restaurant. Yeah. So I can have anything and everything of which my heart desires. Yes. Cool. So this restaurant is outdoors, Mm -hmm. but it's like a conservatory, like the biggest conservatory you've ever seen because it needs to be a multi-sensory experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all senses are involved with this and all the animals and all the herbs and everything that you'd consume or just want to look at is around you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, out yeah. the window. Obviously, there's some people that have to censor that. Like, you don't want to see a killing happening outside or okay. a mating or a birth. Like, there's okay. some things that no, you maybe... Thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, an angry monkey, like, running and banging on, smashing the glass. Like, it's peaceful. Yes. Does this mean you're going to eat monkey? Well, no. Mm. No, this isn't Indiana Jones. Okay. But there's, so there's just <laughs> loads of animals. So you're, like, there's in a just, conservatory. Well, yeah, it's just, like, it's like you're in the middle of nature. Because I yeah. imagine that this is, like, I don't know, I get a very, like, final meal vibe. But not mm. like you're going into prison or you're on death row. More like like don't look up vibes you know that scene at the end of don't look up when mm. leonardo dicaprio's family yeah. is just like eating and like everything's shaking but they're just pretending like it's fine mm-hmm. yeah i imagine it's like that yeah so this is the last meal for everyone interesting and we've all decided to just be like fuck okay. it so let's the have end of the, the biggest cook up of our lives mm-hmm. yeah and watch the comet descend upon this earth okay wow sort this is of the first thing. apocalyptic yes menu is it we've had. okay yeah, yeah and i imagine that within the restaurant so you, you look out you look out of the windows all these massive windows the ceiling the side windows you've got like a huge waterfall that like runs into a beach mm-hmm. and then you've also got like a massive jungle and a rainforest around you and maybe a desert at the back like this is a place in which we can have every season right. and every kind of worlds or country around us okay so you have everything, which also inspires the menu. Have you ever been to Cosmo? No. No. <laughs> it's dire. It's an all-you-can-eat 
restaurant where you take your plate up back uh-huh. and forth yeah. and it's it's supposed to be like all around the world they have right. a cuisine for every around the world yeah. I would like it that there's a door so you get up from your table and there's like a like a little like hobbit door uh-huh. like like a grotto yeah. and each one has a sign above it and it's a different country and when you walk through this door you enter a living room from a completely different country which is a family that have home cooked their traditional cuisine Yeah, right yeah, yeah. and everyone's got their own little trolley and with plates on it and you enter each door and yeah. it's a it's a 12-hour experience so each course is maybe breakfast lunch and dinner got you because you've got 12 hours until it's the end of the world so it's like it's a glo- it's a global all you can eat it's buffet. a global all you can eat buffet yeah. made by people from the country that you would like the cuisine yeah. mm-hmm. all your mates are there it's just a, a stunning experience you can bring your dog if you want <laughs> <laughs> As the final point. Yeah, it's really also, important that yeah. it's animal In case friendly. this doesn't swing it for you, you can bring your dog. You can bring your dog. I actually got like emotional thinking about this in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. So if it is end of the world though, yes. I would worry that the families who are cooking it are going to be affected by that. What do you mean? They know that they're all about to die. Yeah. It's the yes. end of the world. Okay, Their so existence maybe... is about to be snubbed out. I don't know if I want someone making me food who has nothing matters in their head. Yes. So what if it's almost like a VR experience in the sense that my current time, this is happening. Mm, Their current time, they're in my position. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like the end of the world. Somebody is like giving you server. Because also I'd feel bad about going into people's homes to have food that they've cooked for me when really they should be spending their last moments on earth with their family. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they're in a different time. They're in a different time, Mm. but they're present. But they're present. Yeah. And you're in like... Edward Norton's house in Glass Onion. Uh, yeah, kind of, but not as bougie. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Let's just let's just keep it a bit chill. It's a massive conservatory. Yeah, massive conservatory, but yeah. just not too bougie. Maybe there's a few. But cracks. then you also. So actually, I'm confused. Actually, so it's all glass, but you're going through the Hobbit doors, mm-hmm. which are in the glass. Yeah, they just kind of appear. Yeah. So you go through that, but then you're in like a non-glass. It room. brings you into a totally so different place. So just magic like por- a yeah. portal. Yeah. yeah, there's magic involved in this. I think that's really important to note. Yeah, okay. Well, that sounds great. I'd yep. be really worried during this meal. Would you? Yeah, because there's a comet coming and I'm in a conservatory. Okay. I think that's the last place I want to be. You don't want to see it? Well, no, I, I don't want the glass to shatter and I don't I don't want to know I'm definitely going to die with loads of glass in my face. <laughs> how would you How would you want to spend your final moment? Realistically, I guess just under the duvet. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. With Maybe. anyone? With an, yeah, alone. No, 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 no. Can't have anyone see me like that. Fucking hell. Under that's the so duvet. Sad. Well, that's realistic, though, you know? You won't be under the duvet having a panic attack. Yes. Okay. But I certainly wouldn't want to be near glass. Yeah, but I just feel like it would happen so fast, you wouldn't really mm. feel the glass in you. It would just, yeah. one minute you're alive, next minute you're All right, you've sold it to me then. <laughs> I wouldn't feel the glass in me. How would you, <laughs> How would you want to spend it? Beating up Stephen Gray. <laughs> I'll probably hold Stephen Graham over my head, aim him at the comet, and go, Age before beauty, Graham. <laughs> and then let him get hit by the comet first. Or throw him into the comet. Yeah, throw, I throw him into the comet, shatter the comet like Armageddon, save the world. <laughs> that's what that's what would happen. Okay. So I'll probably do that and then go through one of the Hobbit doors and hide in case he survived it. <laughs> For the rest of your life. That's yeah. a good question, though. Couldn't you go through one of the Hobbit doors mm. that are in a different time yeah. and hide out there? As soon as you know the comet's coming. No, I think I think we should. It should be the end. <laughs> yeah, you you want it to be the. It's, it's, like it's got to be the end. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, yeah. then my brain's just going to let me have loads of leeways for the rest of the 
and you'll never be able to find the common denominator. Yeah. I like the door. I really like the doors thing. The doors thing's really cute. And actually, if anything, that's the main thing that I'm excited yeah. by. Mm. I'm imagining it a bit like Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Oh. Where all the doors come down. Yeah. Well, that's the theory with Monsters, Inc. Amongst uh, hardcore Pixar fans. Oh, no. Oh, really? Is that the doors don't actually go just to the human world. They, they go back in time. They're time-travelling doors. Wow, it's a bit And uh, Monsters, Inc. is happening in the future where mm. monsters uh, live on Earth and, and inhabit Earth and humans are a thing of the past. Gosh. So they're having to go back in time to harvest laughter and screams. Why is that a theory? Because there's the theory that all of the Pixar films exist in the same universe and are part of the same storyline and that Boo from Monsters, Inc. is actually the witch in Brave and, uh, <laughs> and, she's, and, and she's, she's, she's travelling through time. And that's why she's working in the workshop is she's trying to make one of the doors so she can go and find Sully again. One of the carvings in the witch's workshop in Brave is of Sully on a wooden board. <laughs> this supports this theory. <laughs> wow. So that's the bit. That, that's the, yeah. A lot of the Pixar films are about energy, a lot of energy crisis and, mm. uh, oh, yeah. and, and the climate crisis. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and, and uh, emotions uh, giving people power. Uh, see inside out, if you don't believe me. <laughs> For example, sorry, we should have let you know at the start. James is a total fucking dweeb. <laughs> Would a total fucking dweeb be able to throw Stephen Graham into a comet? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm wow. loving this restaurant. You're right. You've put. I think you've put way more thought into the restaurant than anyone else we've had on. Easily, that yeah. will definitely come back to bite me though, in the sense that everyone else has put a lot more work into what they will actually eat. I don't know because you've got Piece you've got the globe to choose from. Well, this is true. Yes, and you said it's going to be a 12 hour experience. Three yep. courses, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. It's worth mentioning there's sleeping pods as well if you get a bit tired because that's a lot of eating and drinking for 12 hours. You are going to need a nap. But are you really going to take a nap in the 12 hours before before everyone dies? I mean, I'd be getting on it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Big time. Hammered, but mate. some people, you know, the teetotal honeys, yeah. they might need a nap. <laughs> I mean, a little snooze. Well, well the pods well, should say teetotal honeys on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. the teetotal honeys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We still don't know if you want still a sparkling water. So still, all the way, I don't understand sparkling water. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what's actually disturbed me more listening to your podcast is more than hearing the people that choose sparkling water is the people that don't drink water. Mm. I need all of them to go to the hospital tomorrow and mm. check their blood sugar levels and just their general insights. Mm. How can you go without yeah. water? That's you... not who you'd think either. Really? It was, yeah, it's not the people you'd expect. No. Jordan Banjo, professional dancer. Winkleman. Claudia Winkleman. L looks like the epitome of health. Florence Pugh, for Florence fuck's sake. Florence Pugh yeah. absolutely threw me. I couldn't believe it yeah. when she said no water. Yeah. I was like, what What do you... I mean, listen, I guess it's not for everyone, but it is <laughs> and should be. <laughs> By design. It is for everyone. But still, because sparkling water, I just don't really uh, yeah. understand. And I think that's a very acceptable answer. I think I do like the juxtaposition. I don't fully understand it. Of you saying you want a massive conservatory with doors where you can go to anywhere in the world mm -hmm. and it's the end of the world. Mm. And then I don't understand sparkling water. Yeah, I don't understand sparkling water. It's too weird. Water. It's too weird. Yeah, it's What's just too one? weird for me. I can't I can't figure out whether somebody really rich or really poor invented it. What? <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> what do you mean? Sparkling water. <laughs> Either somebody was just like, hmm, how can we make this? How can we make this more delicious? Yes. You know, and we'll, we'll just put bubbles in it. Mm -hmm. I can't figure out if someone was just making the most of what little they had or if someone was bored and was like... Oh, um, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was trying to... I'm like, if I... I mean, I'm sure there's an answer. We can Google it immediately, yeah. but... 
can't figure out which one I would lean towards. I'm going to say we can't Google was the person who invented sparkling <laughs> water rich not or poor. Obviously I don't know who that. invented sparkling water. Uh, I've got no idea. And how old is it? Yeah. Yeah. Was it invented before soft drinks? Like, you know, mm. or did it come out as an afterthought of like, we could also make water fizzy? Yeah. I mean, it can't, have, it can't have come out before orange juice, surely. That's just squeezing it into it. Yeah. Someone just sucked on yeah. that and went, tell you yeah. what, this is delicious. I don't That's going to be chew. early. Orange yeah. juice is early. OG yeah. drinks, still water. Yeah. Orange juice has got to be pretty any hot, ju- hot on any its tail. Anything really, you can yeah. just pick off. Yeah. yeah. Hot on its tails, I said. Hot on its heels, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> is the phrase. Water, then all juices. Yeah. And then I guess fizz gets involved. Yeah. Wine's very good. early. Yeah, I guess it's old juice, juice really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. As I'm constantly told by my wife. It'd be early, but I guess not. Um... It's just old juice. Why is this in the house? It's old juice. <laughs> She's weird. She's a weird person. <laughs> doesn't I even get under the covers wine. with him when the comet's come. <laughs> um, but surely wine comes after juice. Yeah, you'd have all the juices, but they had to wait for wine a bit longer. So even if they were juicing the grapes mm. early doors, they'd have mm. to wait longer to, for it to turn into wine. Mm. And are you going to a particular door nation? Scotland. You're going you sc- through the door to Scotland. So yeah, start... Highland, Highland Spring. Straight from the waterfall, oh, yeah. straight from the glens. Have you ever had it straight from the waterfall? Of water? course. You have? Yes. Right of passage? Right of passage. <laughs> have to do it? <laughs> just cut your hands and just chuck it down your throat. Yeah. Yeah. When did you go and do that? Oh, God, I do it. When was I last in Scotland? Uh, June. I went to Delavich, which is just mm. south of Oban. Yeah. Went during a heat wave, stunning, took my dog and my best mate. We did a Munro and then we just drank from the stream, dog and all. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. You trying to drink upstream from the dog, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you've got That's a, very good, yeah. But also Scottish tap water. That stuff is elite. I mm. would drink Scottish tap water over any bottled water. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, and then it's, you drink the tap water down here and almost had a heart attack. Didn't yeah, it. yeah, it's completely fair. I mean, <laughs> the further north of Great Britain you get, the nicer the water is. Yeah, it's just. Well, I grew up on London water, so I'm I'm used to it. You know. Yeah. I think I've I've said it before on the pod. I think some northern water too soft for me. Really? Certainly for a shower. But look at his hair. <laughs> well, I was going to say it's a good head of hair. Yes, good head of it hair. It served but... you no, well. If you like go up horrible. north, does it start to fall out? It fluffs. Oh, does it? Big time. Right. Yeah. It looks <laughs> nice. Big time. It looks nice for, for once. What do you mean for once? <laughs> You've got horrible hair. <laughs> oh, you're a bit jealous. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> you got lovely hair, James. You got a big head of hair, but yeah. it's like a big matted clump. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Thank you. Really grimy. Yeah, London water. But if you go up north, it'd be much nicer. No, no. Get a bit of body to it. Don't like it. Be nice and clean for once, but it's just like held together by old jam. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you. Problems or bread? Problems or bread? It's like a whole bread. Problems or bread? Bread, spread. We're going through the Irish door and we're going to have some soda bread. Scotland to Ireland. Yeah, yeah. really, really exploiting the old uh, magical travelling door system yeah. at the moment. Yeah. yeah. You could probably do it in a flight. Probably a lot of these. Flight. You just <laughs> hop on a boat <laughs> or a train yeah. or a horse. Bit yeah. By bit. Yeah. Soda bread, yes. Soda bread, because I was tempted to go sourdough bread. Soda bread's better. Yeah. If you have soda bread in Ireland, stunning. Good butter. Irish butter as well. Kilgore. Irish butter, yeah. yeah. You don't need to go through another door for the butter. No. Also, don't ask me the brand of Irish butter because I don't know. Kerrygold. We'll give you Kerrygold. Right, yeah, that's we'll what give, I'll we'll have. We'll give you Kerrygold. Okay, nice. So you guys are both, you're doing a, a little stint in the Irish. If I walk through the doors, it's you two there to 
So yes. if you want, yeah. we can be in every single one as different characters with different accents. Well, I think it should be the like genie. Eddie Murphy, love that. I think it should be the genie <laughs> dressed in the different national dress every time you go <laughs> yeah. through the door. Yeah, absolutely happy to do that. And I'm saying that not knowing where you're going for the next courses. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't have to do any of this. We're on safe ground so far. <laughs> yeah, you get rid of that. <laughs> I've ordered a kilt. Yeah. And I don't know. Oh, no. Don't know enough about it. David O'Dockett, he wears a cap. Yep. <laughs> Baseball cap. Baseball cap. <laughs> Baseball cap and a little piano. It's like, yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Done. Delicious. I, soda bread doesn't come up enough on this podcast. I really? I absolutely love it every Do time Do most people it. say sourdough? Sourdough comes up a lot. Yeah. Some people just say nice bread, you know, like nice bread. Baguettes. French baguette comes up yeah, a lot. Yeah. Oh, to be fair. French baguette from... From France, in France, you've ran to the shop, picked that up, yeah. bit ham, bit of locally sourced brie, mm-hmm. slap it on, that's, that's delicious. Do you want to ask the baguette question? Yeah, yeah, if you're uh, in France, in Paris, and you've gone to a bakery, and, you, and you've got yourself a warm baguette, and you're walking back to the Airbnb, let's say, that you're staying at, uh-huh. uh, on the way back there, do you uh, bite the top of the baguette on the way back, or yeah, do you wait until you get home? Yeah, no, I could never wait, I'm gluttonous. Respect. Yeah. yeah. That's the new psychopath test. It's just yeah. awful. People who don't bite, people who don't bite the end of the baguette, yeah. need to be in prison. I really mm. struggle to not eat half of my dish before I've taken it from the kitchen to wherever I'm eating it. It's a real it. battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same if I've just opened the door to the delivery guy and I'm there like feebly trying to like open it up the bag. Yeah. It's a horrible, horrible sight. Yeah, before they've even gone away. I just have no self control. Because they ask for a code now. Yeah. yeah. So you're like mouth full trying to give them the code. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's always just, the same code. It's the same code. Yeah. Which I didn't know for ages. And like, not for I, everyone. Oh, is it not? Why? As in, as in not everyone doesn't have the same code. Yeah, yeah, oh, sure, yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd just run, yeah. I'd run around London interrupting <laughs> delivery men. Just It'd be very code. easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> just grabbing the food. Yeah. 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 I, I've got a, a different code. Because basically, I, I, I went in a strop one night. <laughs> So I cancelled, I just deleted my delivery account. And Why then, would you do that? Because I was in a strop with them. You knew you were going to have to read it. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't see past it fair at enough, the time. Fair enough, I was just like, oh, fuck these guys. Yeah. And then the next day I was like setting up a new account. Yeah. So I've got a different number now. But that old account, my number that I used to get was 69 all the time. Oh, you So got... I'm, really, I'm really gutted that I've, I've said goodbye to that now. Oh, I hope they don't retire the number. I hope they give it to someone. I hope someone else... Someone will have got it. Yeah. How many times when Deliveroo brought you... Uh, your meal and yeah. you said 69 did the driver say nice every single time and then we'd do a 69 <laughs> <laughs> you said the lucky number <laughs> we'd have to do it do you keep the cube on <laughs> yeah obviously it's <laughs> <laughs> like a different number then actually yeah yeah keep keep the cube on sorry <laughs> where are we going for the starter your dream starter starter I think Probably Italy. Ah, I'm all right dressing like an Italian person. What are you wearing? Yeah, what are you wearing? Mm, you should decide, really. No, you decide. It's your thing. You, this is your added added thing to the Dream Conservatory. This is just like the Dolmeo puppets. <laughs> yeah, okay. They're pop, in pop culture. That's also a nice, I guess, it's a just nice like friendly thing to see. Yeah, yeah people like the Dolmeo puppets. <laughs> I've, I'm scared of the Dolmeo puppets. What? They're terrifying. They're 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 interesting. Is it not because you've got you've got the grand mm. and then <laughs> I can't try and remember. Yeah, yeah. Is it like her family? I think she's the well, so, matriarch. Yeah, she's the matriarch <laughs> of the family. Yeah. Which one are you? I'll be I guess the, the main dad who's always coming yep. in and it's a dummy. Yeah, 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 he right, says right. that. Okay. 
I'll be that guy. But you're life-sized and you're a puppet or you're just dressed in what the puppet is usually dressed in. It's up to in. you. Like, I, I, I can I be like... I can be a Dolmio puppet version of myself, so a new Dolmio puppet, but that's, that is me. I'm just trying to think how skinny like that. that would be. Yeah. Like, IRL. It might be funny to think of now and the whole situation is absurd yeah. that I've created. However, that might just be a step too far. A, a life-sized Dolmio puppet who can walk and talk is a, like a nightmare situation. Yeah, that's situation. horrific. That's yeah. like, like paralysis. Goes yeah. to Christmas present. Yeah. In, in Christmas Carol. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could be with the Dolmio puppets, but like, you know, Michael Caine yeah. in, in Christmas Carol. Yeah. So it's like m- me and them. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of live with them and uh, I'm accepted as just a character mm-hmm. and I accept them for what they are. So yeah. Like he does Even with, though you're with everyone. Even though I'm massive. Like Will Ferrell in Elf. Like Will Ferrell in Elf. And yeah. I've been raised by them, I guess. Yeah. I've been raised by Dolmio puppets. So I don't I don't know the difference. No one's told me yet that I'm not, yeah. I'm not one of okay, them. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So we won't disrupt that either. Yeah, yeah. We'll just come That's in. a you know, opportunity for a feature film, I guess. Yeah, very much so. I go find my family in Kevin and I have to, they have to be like, you are not a Dolmio puppet. <laughs> I talk to me like that. He thinks he's a Dolmio yeah, puppet. Yeah, you sit down to dinner in Kettering and say it's Dolmio Day. Yeah. They're like, it's not Dolmio Day. <laughs> yeah. Every get... day you say it's Dolmio Day. I still make them spaghetti for breakfast and send them off to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that works that. perfectly. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. still fits in. If oh, anything, yeah. my own real life family would be delighted if I put pop tarts and sugar in all of those <laughs> and maple syrup all over that. My dad would be delighted. <laughs> yeah, James's dad eats like uh, Buddy the Elf. Yeah, he is really? like Buddy the Elf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He might be my dad. That, that could be the, that, that could be the next elf. <laughs> really? An elf, elf sequel is that Buddy's got a kid he doesn't know about. He turns up and it's me. <laughs> and he, and, and he, he, he's my dad. Yeah. What about him? Is like Buddy the Elf. He just eats like him. He just said that, that's what he would eat like. He'd eat candy and sweets all the time and put maple syrup on everything wow. if he could. Absolutely love it. He only eats other uh-huh. stuff to be polite because <laughs> he has to blend in with society. <gasps> Bless him. Yeah. I am partial to a sweet, to be fair. Yeah. Gummy well, I'm looking sweet. for. So that's great. That's great. So we're in Italy. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. James is with his Dolmeo family. Mm-hmm. Yep. What, what have they cooked you up for your starter? They have cooked us up. Oh, you just can't go wrong with some good bruschetta. Oh. It's it's a very boring choice, but it just hits. It mm-hmm. hits because you get the freshness of the tomatoes and the basil. You've got the bread, more bread. I know that we had soda bread, but I imagine that our stomachs can hold everything and anything. Mm-hmm. For this. Yep. Bruschetta followed by a phenomenal pasta dish. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's got like a thick, red, rich sauce. Mm. Chorizo. Yes. Can't go wrong with chorizo. In a pasta? My God, of course. Great. Yep. The pasta is cooked within the sauce, of course. Yeah. And then I guess secret ingredients that I do not know, but the family who are cooking at me do. Yeah, dead now. Don't yeah. me, don't me, don't now. No, no, I can't have. I couldn't. I couldn't have my last meal with Domio. No offense to the Domio mm. family. Well, that's but, an awkward conversation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Because that's realize, in there. Yeah, that's going to be an issue. Because you're making yeah. things. Even if you don't say that to them, if you just say it to James and have him pass a message on you, you're creating an awkward family situation for James. Here. I feel like I'd I'm hope that James it. just would know not to conversate or ask that of the mm. puppets and just go ahead yeah. and take the initiative and just switch out Domio for like a plain passata. Mm. I mean, I'll do it because it's your dream meal, Thank but like, you. it's not going to be a great day for me. I know, yeah. but also like, this is the last this... day on earth. Yeah, yeah. but not for you, earth. for me. Remember, this yeah, is I'm just in all a... the different time yeah, periods, yeah. Yeah. different characters. Yeah, yeah. Okay. this is just another day at work for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big question for the genie though: oh. bruschetta and pasta. Yeah, happy L- with both as a starter. Well, listen. In the past, so Joseph Quinn came on the podcast, mm-hmm. and he was the first person to use the cheat of adding a pasta course ah. before the main course, in between the starter and the main. Uh-huh. So I would allow you to use that loophole that he found of doing the bruschetta as your starter, brilliant, and then having a pasta course of this treat, so tomato mm-hmm. pasta, 
as your pasta course, and then we have the main. I think that's where we've let people do that before. Okay, brilliant. And I, and I, it's one of my favourite loopholes. Yeah, it's a great loophole. You could almost get the bruschetta from the Dolmio people, and then hop in the the next door, which is a different region of Italy. Yes, and it's like real people from Italy. Very good. Or Tucci's house. Very good. The Tucci. You go and yeah. see Stanley Tucci. Oh man, he can cook. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Stanley Tucci can make. So there you go. Pasta. That escapes any awkward conversations mm. with the puppets. Okay, really. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. But would I be with the Tucci as well? Yeah, I mean that would yeah. be a joy because also fantastic conversation. Yeah, yeah. I mean the conversation would have to start with me reminding him who I am. But like, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's fine. Can I be there for that bit as well? Yeah, of course yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James... I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you're up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mom's frame with new photos, so it's the gift that keeps on giving james ed answer me this who is the best gift giver in your life hmm um i'd probably say uh my wife is a very good gift giver not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things she says i've only got you a few things and then there'll be little little surprises things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year i'll say to my wife i like that and then i forget about it and then on the day there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. So your main course, are we staying in Italy? No, main course, we're gonna we're gonna pop across to Africa. Uh-huh. Um okay. I am half Nigerian. Yeah. And recently I've been eating a lot of Nigerian food. Yeah. It's not something that I ate like growing up at all. 
and I kind of got that that hunger for it recently. So that's very much required by my taste palates constantly. So I would go with jollof rice, Nigerian jollof, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I would go for some asan goat meat, which is incredibly spicy. Ooh. I love spice. Amazing. We're talking scotch bonnet times four. We'd want some porridge jam on the side for me, a bit of puff puff to soak up the extra gravy and some plantain. That would be my choice. But I would also get off on the fact that my friends would be going to different doors and coming out. We'd be like, oh, wow, look at all the different cuisines that we've got. Geese a bit of that, geese a bit of that. Oh, I'm a real picker, me. That's why tapas is a great thing. Yeah. I like to kind of just have everything. Now, I want to drill down more into the different parts of that meal. I want mm-hmm. to hear all about them. Mm-hmm. But first off, we just got to cover off. What's James wearing? I was hoping this wouldn't happen. <laughs> What's the genie wearing when you go through the Nigerian door? Oh, okay. He's trying to stitch me up. This is just... <laughs> we are going to have some traditional wear. Okay. Yeah. I actually don't know the names of it, like uh-huh. the names of the pieces of material. But what I do know is that there's kind of like a long coat yeah. sort of thing, which you'll be wearing, the trousers, and Great. then you've got some kind of hat on, very vibrant, colourful colours. Great. But next time you have somebody who is half Nigerian or full Nigerian on this podcast, make sure that they're able to just kind of get the finer details for you. And get that specific names. Yeah. So we've got the we've got the Jollof. Yep. You know, I, I think the Jollof wars are over on this podcast. There's there's been a lot of battles. Has there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the more we ask people about it now, the more they're like, look, man, everyone can just enjoy their own jollof. Why are you trying to turn us against each other? And then we feel really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it used to just be that like they'd bring it up themselves. Yeah. Yeah. The, guests, yeah. the guests would be like, This is the best jollof, anyone else can shut up. And then yeah, we were like, yeah. Oh, so this is a thing, cool. Yeah. But then we try and fan the flames. <laughs> yeah. And then it takes on a bit yeah. of a different yeah. <laughs> doesn't quite have the same effect <laughs> look jollof amazing plantain to talk mm. about a lot as well mm. so delicious yeah what was the goat's meat the goat so it's in this like assam pepper sauce it's basically just got like onions and it's cooked i think for a couple of days in this incredibly spicy sauce but it's just like you know sometimes when you get those meals you try those dishes and it's like you're then addicted to it for the rest of your life or Mm, what feels like it will be i can't it's just a specific taste that i constantly need every second of the day so all i can describe it as is this very spicy flavorful goat situation Mm, the goat situation (laughs) the goat situation is it the goat of food it's the goat. It's the goat of Nigerian food for me. Yeah. It, whenever I have something, I always want that to accompany it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Whenever I have any other jollof, the porridge jam, puff puff, whatever, I want that meat. I want that spice. I love goat. I don't, I mean, you know, I barely find it anywhere, but when I yeah. do, straight in. As, so in as in on a menu or on like menu. to find it to cook? No, on a menu. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could find it to cook. You'd have to go spe- to specific places. Like yeah. I was looking, because I, well, I started cooking it, cooking Nigerian food last week. But to get a lot of the ingredients, I'm going to have to go to like, you know, West African supermarkets. Yeah, or, yeah. But it's the same if you cook any cuisine that mm-hmm. isn't British. Yeah. But goat, goat was great. Even in Caribbean curry goat. Yeah. Oh, it's just got, my friend asked me the other day, she was like, what is the difference between like goat and beef? What, because she doesn't eat meat anymore. She's been vegan for a long time. And I was like, for me, it just feels like goat is the meat that you, it's baseline flavor. You're able to paint over it really well. Mm-hmm. Whilst like chicken and beef and other kind of meats, fish, they're also strong in their natural flavor. Mm-hmm. But with goat, for some reason, it's more tender and you're able to give it more flavor. I always find. It does have a distinctive taste as well right uh, so it's slightly slightly gamier like what does got, gamier mean uh, just 
Ah, caught out there, mm. using words you don't even fucking know. Well, I do know, I do know, but it's very difficult to describe a taste. It's like someone yeah. asking, what do you mean by salty? Like, it's, it is yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is. Like, uh, okay. Well, you you will have tasted it, but you've not associated it with that word, I guess. But, okay. Yeah. It's, it's slightly earthier, maybe. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's delicious. We had goat the other day. Did you? I don't talk about that. Why? Why? Nish ruined it for me today. <laughs> Why? Nish ruined that for me this morning. <laughs> what did you say? I had a goat named after me in Ketrin. Oh, yeah. A theme park they got loads of goats so they named one james a caster and then my mum went with my nephew yesterday to see the goats and james a caster wasn't there anymore and, and they said he'd been moved to a field to be a companion for a horse and i told nish this this morning because I, I thought i fell for it i thought what a sweet story and nish went that goat's dead. And um, we ate it the other day at the restaurant. <laughs> and I was like, we did not eat that goat. And he was like, yeah, yeah, we ate James A. Caster the goat. And you ate it and you loved it. And then really ruined, ruined that meal for me. Well, we, had, we it, there were goat belly samosas at Brigadier's. They were absolutely amazing. Wow. Um, and but, the goat shoulder. We had goat shoulder we as well. Goat, goat but it shoulder. wasn't James A. Caster the goat. He is a companion for a horse no, in the not. field right now. You've fallen for it. That's like gone to live on a farm. But they can't say that because it's already on a farm. So that's the next excuse up. They did not eat James A. Caster the goat. They can't name it after. Oh, man. Yeah. After local a celebrity. A goat was named after you and then it was eaten. It was yeah. not eaten. It's a, it's a companion for a horse. In a it's not a companion for a horse. That doesn't happen. It's not a Pixar film. That's lovely. There are loads of videos on the internet of like unlikely animal friendships. Yeah, but that's because they all live on the farm already. Yeah. Now this one's moved. You know, donkeys and dogs, horses and dogs, cats and dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, a, I, I believe it's a companion for okay, us. We did fair. not eat okay. it. Okay. No okay. one's eaten it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's eaten that horse. The <laughs> horse? Yeah. Someone ate the horse? Yeah, and the goat had to watch and then they killed the goat. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> this guy. I struggle to eat horse. That doesn't pop up that often though, right? I mean, not mm. really. It depends where you are, I guess. France? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. France mainly. France, yeah. You're not going to go through that French door and have a bit of horse. I don't think no, so. No, no. no, um, no horse, no frogs, legs, or snails, please. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do a French accent. <laughs> <laughs> Although we do, like, because French is the accent and the language I have to speak in boiling point. So that's yeah. that's one. I had some French food when I was there, and I was like, okay, interesting. Very garlicky. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I, like I love garlic. Yeah. Love garlic. But um, yeah, no. Full on. Yeah, but the baguette situation is nice there. You know, yes. wake up in the morning, go get your loaf or what would you call it? Stick? Yeah. Stick a baguette, your ham, your brie, your butter. Oh. oh stunning. How long were you there for? I was only in Paris for two days because I went over to meet a woman who was helping me with the language for the series. Cause... And did you have to go out and about? And like speak in public in like French. I did a bit of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was she very kindly helped me for about two hours every day for about six months uh -huh. because when you don't speak that language, and then suddenly you're thrown into a set where you have to improvise a language that you don't speak. That's a very different kettle That's of fish. That's tricky. So it must be it was a thing where like you know you, you do the film, mm -hmm. you finish the film, you think mm -hmm. right that's that character gone, never have to think about that again. Fully, completely, utterly yes, especially <laughs> this one. So when Phil called up and went, guess what? We're making it into a series. My life flashed before my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I really, really need to learn this. But initial yeah. feelings of uh, happiness and joy, I'd imagine. Absolutely, yeah. Immediately followed by, oh, God. Yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what country are you going to for your side dish? Now, obviously, we've got sides 
on the on the Nigeria. To be fair, uh, there's plate. a lot of sides on yeah. that plate. But if you want if you want something extra, if you want to use one of those other doors, it's the last day on earth. So maybe. I mean, I think if anything, I'd probably just be wanting to pick at what my other friends have got. Who are the friends, first of all? Yes. Uh, I've definitely I've definitely got my best mate Sienna with me. Yeah. Uh, she's vegan, mean cook, really uh-huh. good. Uh, I got my other best mate Renee. Uh-huh. Um, I got my sister. Quick question. Um, how does Renee feel about having the title of a best mate? Um, <laughs> Very good, because Sienna's on my mind because I was speaking to her last night. Mm. Uh, yeah, she'll probably punch me in the face after this, but I'll yeah, tell yeah. her not to listen, so it should be fine. Good. <laughs> yeah, good I'm sure she won't suspect she'll anything. She'll fall for that. Yeah. Don't listen to that one. Don't listen to that yeah, one, no don't reason. Listen, don't listen to this one, babe. Yeah, no, there'll be an accumulation of, of people that make me laugh a lot. Any of the other, uh, the, the wives of Henry VIII? Any of the six cast going to be there? <laughs> Any of the six cast. Renee is in the original six cast with me. Yeah, Exciting. she's Catherine of Aragon. Perfect. Um, Put her in character. Uh, and she goes she, back in time to she, Henry VIII time to eat hers. She punched me in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> she's a punch, violent she, person. She's punched me in the throat. Renee's yeah. always punching oh, people. Oh, she's a screaming minute. She's a great crack. Yeah, yeah. Great crack. Uh, is that she, where you met? Yeah, yeah. That's where we met. She didn't like me, actually, when we did that. Really? But, yeah, she thought it was, thought it was a bit of a twat, I think. Interesting. Then she obviously fell in love with me, and rest is history. (laughs) Um, The fans of Six Musical are like wild committed, right? Yeah. That's all I've heard about the that there's like people who come multiple times and sit on the front row and like. Yeah. 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 I've heard that it's it's pretty mad because I never did it on West End, so Mm -hmm. we helped uh, workshop it, get it on stage, did West End for a few days, and then the other girls took over yeah. and cracked on. But obviously I was like, I'll do the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> but uh-huh. the fans, the fans are, they're pretty mad. They love it. They really love it. And mm-hmm. It's almost like, because it's like a pop concert thing. Mm. They've It's garnered the fans of like a pop band, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, very much so. The girls all have individual followings. The characters do in many ways, but it's it's intense. Mm. Like you do other shows or be on tour with something and fans of that would turn up. And just want to talk about that, wow. but yeah, other other friends I think would be able to other girls that are in it that are that engage more with it mm. would be able to answer about the the madness of it all. But I just kind of you got out put early. my head down. I got it early, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you not want to use these time traveling doors to go back and meet the original? That would be pretty cool. I think I'd want to maybe meet Belin. She sounded like a scream. It's a laugh. Yeah. So which one? Which, which which one are you? I'm Catherine Parr. So she survived. Survived. Yeah. She, she might be still knocking about, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Worth a check. You might not even need a time travelling door. So as far as I'm aware, that, that rhyme's not been updated. Yeah. She, surely, she surely did die. Yeah. You think? That's a really good point. <sighs> but apparently not. They're lying to kids. Yeah, survived. What's, what the fuck? What's, what's <laughs> what the How old is she? Huh? Divor- what, how does it go? Divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded, survived. It should be yeah. divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded. Eventually died. Eventually died. Yeah, he's dead now. Yeah, yeah. didn't die while married to yeah. him, but she is dead. Yeah, she has to be. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> so your side dish, you're just picking up what your friends. I'm have. picking up whatever my friends have got. What are Renee and Sienna likely to get from the different doors that you're going to be picking up? I feel like Sienna has gone to some like agricultural farm, and everything is just made from herbs. There's lots of condiments and all Big sorts. Big pile of herbs. Yeah, it's probably yeah. my side salad. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, Sienna will provide my side salad. Renee loves Korean food and Japanese, so she's probably gone to the Japanese store and got some incredible sushi. So I'd probably steal a bit of that nice not sashimi though it would have to be maybe like 
bit of prawn tempura on avocado. Don't like raw fish? I can do it, but I'd rather not. Mm -hmm. And if it's my last day, I'm just going to eat how I want, I think. Fair enough. It sounds like the set of boiling point would put you off fish for life. Yes. It stinks that bad. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably wouldn't ever want that sushi again, huh? Oh, Jesus, those smells. <laughs> and then you've got, like, the mix of incense that's creating a smoky... Well, they put incense there as well. Yeah. For the restaurant or just, like... Well, it just to helps try and diffuse with, the smell of the on camera, she can see the, the smoke. Oh, okay. Oh, what, they use incense for that? As well as other stuff, yeah. As oh, well wow. as us cooking. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah, incense mixed with bad fish smell. Is one of the worst things you could ever think about. Yeah, because anytime there's like a terrible smell and you try and cover it up with like something that's supposed to smell it's nice, musky. all it does yep. is ruins the other smell for you. Yeah. yeah. When I was in New Zealand once, I had some chicken in the fridge and I left it there for too long. And it was like, I should have known. I it's pulled it out the, the fridge smell. and it was like bulging. Yeah. The, the personification top. of salmonella. Yeah. Like and I popped, I popped the top of the packet. Of course, yeah. Oh. Why not? Absolute stink bomb. And I, um, I had some CK1 with me. I used to wear CK1 and I sprayed it in the air to try and get rid of the smell, but oh I can't wear CK1 anymore. Anytime I smell CK1, I think... Was your wife with you at the time? No, 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 just me. Just me in the house. <laughs> just me there. Oh, God. Pop, awful. CK1. <laughs> Instantly. Yeah. Sprays cologne on his chicken. I didn't spray it on the chicken. Doesn't work. Sprayed it in the air and that ruined CK1 for me because now it makes me think of off chicken. That's our new podcast. It's called Off Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can understand why you wouldn't want raw fish. <laughs> and now you don't want raw chicken anymore yeah. after that story. Yeah, but do you ever want raw chicken? Some areas of Japan, they eat chicken sashimi. Really? Yeah, raw wow. chicken. I think the dissonance there of eating raw chicken, I think uh, even if I know it's perfect, I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm. I'd be in my own head. Yeah. Yeah. You, you mean you're, like you're improvising. I'm not improvising. <laughs> yeah. It'd be too much. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be able to do anything. Yeah. Man, so bad, so bad at improv on camera. <laughs> So bad. And everyone expects you to be good because you're a comedian as well. Yeah. It was like, here you didn't we have goes. to do much on that film, though, did you? Yeah. Did you? Occasionally. Yeah. I've only been on two film sets. Zoom what on, film? Go on. Are you familiar with uh, Amazon Prime's Cinderella? <laughs> <laughs> is is <laughs> is Ben Bailey Smith in that? Yes. Yes. He's uh, a town cry. <laughs> No, I can't, I can't. I can't say that I am. Oh, I've oh. not watched it, but I, I okay. think we're yeah. obviously talking about the same thing. So yes, yeah. yeah. I'm one of the footmen in that who turns into a mouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was no, it fun? Sorry, I'm a mouse and turn into a footman, and then I go back into a mouse again. God, this is why he's bad at improv. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, when he was How a was mouse, it? he was going. I used fun. to be a man. They go, <laughs> no, you're a mouse. You started off as a mouse. That's the whole point of Cinderella. <laughs> And so, it was yeah. terrifying, or you enjoyed it? I did two days on it. I had to replace someone last minute, so it's it <laughs> very low pressure. Did you know that before yes. you went in? Yes. Yeah, yeah the, char nice. the character name was still named after the person yeah. who was supposed to be. Very the good. Film. Their still... headshot was up on the wall when you were in. May as well have been. <laughs> well, yeah. they, did his, they did his hair like the other guy. Yeah, they did. They, really did. Yeah, yeah. They, nice. they still had that. They hadn't even had time to change that in right. the thing. So it was like, there's, there's your hair. You look like John Mulaney now. Yeah. Yeah, there was. I, I definitely think there was a few takes where they were like, "No, just like say whatever you like." Yeah. And I, I was like, um, "Hello, Cinderella." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, not very uh, good. James, James, you're halfway through a conversation right now. You can't say hello, Cinderella. <laughs> and what's the other thing? The new Ghostbusters film. Oh, okay. Like, that's that's that, not out yet. That's not out yet. So we'll see how much improv makes it into that. How was that? Was it good fun? Yeah, I loved it. Wicked. I loved it. But like, yeah, every time I, 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 I had to, I had to plan my improv on the way to set. <laughs> oh. 
Why? Because I knew that I was going to freeze up and mess it up otherwise. So I just think in the car. Hello, like, Bill Murray. What, <laughs> I think, what, what, what's my scene today? Okay. <gasps> think of a bunch of things you could say that would be funny. Yeah. Right, it's nothing wrong with a bit and of preparation. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm new to it. I'm new to it. I'm having to, I'm having to uh, keep up with the best of them. I wouldn't be able to do boiling point, man. I think you'd feel out of place in that anyway. Genie waiter popping up in boiling point. Yeah. And also, let's face it, I wouldn't be able to hold myself back from whooping <laughs> someone's ass. Dream yep. drink, I guess. Dream drink. Where are you going? What oh, door? I mean, red wine is the law. Uh-huh. Oh, so many doors to choose well, from. So we are going do to France you, now. Or, well, do you maybe. go France? Do you go Argentina? Do you go South Africa? You could go do back go to Italy. Italy. Yeah. Exactly. New Zealand. Lebanon. Oh, yeah, you could. It's good, good, good Lebanese red wine. Yeah, um, nice stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a Capsav. I do love a Rioja, a Shiraz, and I just don't know. Would you know the best place to go? Capsav's difficult because it's the most widely grown grape. Okay. Well, most popular. Wow. Yeah, um, here we go. This is the good obviously shit. Obviously, your, classics, classics, your classic Cabernet Sauvignon. You are going to France, probably mm. Bordeaux, left bank. Um, but then uh, some brilliant Californian Cab Sav as well. Uh-huh. And then South America, you can get some pretty hefty ones there. Yeah. It depends how, do you want like a really heavy? I think let's go full body. Full body. But maybe, so let's, let's, let's save the Rioja for the second glass. Okay. And have a medium body for the first glass. What would you recommend? Are you, well, are you going Cab you want to go Cab Sav? Cab Sav for the first glass. Yeah. Rioja for the second. Well, Rioja, I guess Spain. Okay. You got to go to Spain. Right. Cab Sav. We're dressed as a matador in Spain, please. Yes? Yes. Why not California? Why don't you get a glass of Californian Cab Sav? Okay, fine. James? I guess I'll be dressed like California Man. Yeah. Yeah. In the film California Man. Brendan Fraser. (laughs) Isn't he a caveman? Yes, but... So you want to be dressed as a caveman? They find him in California and they dress him up in clothes that they've got lying around. Like a surfer. Surfer surfer dude. Okay. And that's how you're going to be dressed as a surfer dude? Yeah, in California. Okay. Yeah. Nice I can't wait see. for the messages from wine people saying I got all that wrong, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how I let you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, the Nigerian people are already coming for me for the fact I didn't know the name of the traditional clothing, so. I think I've fine. got out of this episode scot free. Yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely fine. Yeah, you're around, mate. Good for you. Two glasses. Two glasses. Well, two, yeah. bo- those are the two bottles, two bottles. that nice. will be on the table. Yeah. And I'll be alternating between them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I don't want I don't want to fuck with my palate too much, but mm-hmm. I've got a sweet tooth. So mm-hmm. a strawberry daiquiri is sometimes nice. But Are you maybe using that as a bridging drink between the main course and the dessert. Yes. Or it's the first thing I'll have before I eat anything. Great. So, oh so, so, I don't want to fuck with my palate too much. Yeah, I'm starting with the strawberry daiquiri. So is that when you're still in the conservatory? Yeah, we're always in the conservatory. So Once you're going you back and forth. You're going into the doors and then it, you're coming have back. Have a nice chat. The... Thank you very much. Okay. Put it back yeah, on yeah, the trolley yeah. and then okay, go back okay. to your seat. It's a buffet. Yeah, yeah. It's a buffet. It's a buffet. Yeah. Where are you um, getting the strawberry daiquiri from, door-wise? Um, do you know what? I had a really good one in a place called Enish, which is the Nigerian yes. restaurant in London. They do one and it's like a, a just a a glass of sugary goodness. They've even got one of those fizzy strawberry laces, I presume, from the Sainsbury's next door. Oh, wow. a cocktail stick in it and put it on the top. Wow. I mean, when they brought it over to me, I almost cried. Great. Stunning. This place has been recommended so many times. Oh, you need need to go. You need to go. It's good, man. And good jollof rice. Yeah. Everything I just said for my main course, I would get as a meal situation Mm. at Inish. Nice. Got to go. 
got to go. It's, yeah, you've got to go. Now. now you've heard about the strawberry daiquiri with the strawberry lace in it. Yeah, that shouldn't have been the thing that tips me over. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what they do, strawberry laces from Sainsbury's? <laughs> I'm going straight there. <laughs> I was in uh, Scotland recently. Oh, yeah, where were you? Glasgow. Lovely. And every time I'm in Scotland, I always want to get Iron Brew, but I get Iron Brew Extra, which is a sugar-free one. Mm-hmm. And I feel very self-conscious when I'm buying it in public because I think surely this is frowned upon. Is it? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. You think, I think if I buy it, everyone's looking at me like that. It's not real. What if there was no demand for it in Scotland? Then yeah. they wouldn't sell it, right? I People would get that. Yeah. yeah. My sister would get that. I wouldn't unless something's gone terribly wrong. You know, or I'm. Great. Yeah, you're grand. Great. Dream dessert. Dream dessert. Um, I think that I'm going to go through the door to USA and it's just going to be a giant pick and mix. USA pick and mix. Yeah. Why USA pick and mix? Because I feel like they have like the sort of candy that would be illegal everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would probably like burst your veins upon entering your digestive system. Anywhere particular in the US? Um, I've actually never been to the United States, so I don't know. I've just like had candy that's come over here, so I don't mm-hmm. know like which ones are reserved for which states. I mean, you're wearing a a biggie t-shirt. Uh-huh. Do you want to go to New York in the nineties? Oh and, yeah, uh, and you meet people like Biggie. That would be pretty fucking. Maybe gnarly. do a pick and mix of Biggie. Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, absolutely. Whilst he's rapping in my ear. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. If for there's that. a pick and mix, he's not rapping. <laughs> He's focused on the pick and mix, isn't he? <laughs> he's the last guy I want to go to a pick and mix with. Yeah. <laughs> because none of the ones, none of the things yeah, he's, he likes. He's ramming me out the way. Yeah, yeah. He's you getting his hand stuck in one of the boxes. You just go, you go to the opposite <laughs> side of him. <laughs> That's what he was notorious way. for. <laughs> Eating pick and mix. The notorious PIC. <laughs> oh my days. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be all up about that pick and mix. Yeah. 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 So what what kind of things are you thinking about having in there? Anything with like sour, sugary flakes on the outside. Mm-hmm. Pencils, you know, those like pencil things you bite yeah. into, probably about that long. Yeah. Wheels, like the sugary wheels that you could put over. Anything sour and gummy. Yeah. I am not a chocolate cake pastry biscuit fan. Uh-huh, okay. So I'm like really gummy. Wow. All that, all yeah, that quirky. Yeah. And if that's how I'm going to go out. Big strawberries. Oh, giant yeah. strawberries, man. Yeah. But also the wee squishy ones you can get as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe like wash it all down with a Fanta fruit twist. <laughs> this is Fanta what I'm speaking frozen. to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking when I'm you were saying that, I was like, I've wait, seen my dad my do this. Down to, down to like the fact, I, I've spoken about it on the podcast before, but I, I opened a, uh, there was like a charity shop in Kevin that opened that I cut the ribbon for, but they had a little tuck shop at the back. Yeah. So as oh, a thing, tuck, even just the, yeah. the scent, like the phrase tuck shop makes me emotional. Yeah, yeah. I used to just live for that. We had something called a paper shop Sunday when I was little. Yeah. And I would just like close my eyes and just wait for Sunday every day. Run, fucking leg it to the paper shop and then yeah. choose my two sweets of choice. You wonder why I had about eight fillings before the age of 14. Yeah. When you oh, said Sunday, I was yeah, imagining yeah, yeah. you buying loads of stuff from the paper shop and then making a Sunday yeah. out of it. Oh. I thought paper shop Sunday. No, because yeah. obviously by the time I got home, it would all be gone. Yeah, yeah, of course. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can't, you can't carry things the way you're going to eat them. <laughs> yeah, on the way home. I mean, that was why, yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you. We had a news agent around the corner from yeah. us every Saturday. I'd spent all my pocket money. Yes, of course. On the sweets there. Yeah. 
um, negotiated that as soon as like my dad was like, we're going up to two pounds a week this week. Can I spend all of it on brilliant, sweets? Just brilliant. Yes, I can't believe it. Yes. Yeah. Get it. And Go two home, pounds was like... Adventures of Superman. Two pounds got you far. Lord, because you'd have things that were 10p, 5p. I would be so rational about this. Yeah. I'm so prepared. Also, like I figured out pretty early on they weren't counting them. So I could just load oh, those yeah, bags up and then course. we go, yeah, okay, fine, yeah. that's two quid, whatever. Yeah. And then go home, eat it all in front of live and kicking. So, right. <laughs> I saw my dad eat a hamper of these fizzy sweets that the, the, the tuck shop gave me. Good man. Because I was like, I'm not eating these. I was saving for my nephews, who at the time were like very young. Put them on top of the fridge at my parents' house. Yeah, bad move. And he was like, <laughs> can I have some of those for dessert? I was like, yeah, but remember, they're for... I love... Before your a nephews. grown man, you said it's for my nephews. It's for my nephews, yeah. I've, I've, I've so his grandchildren. I'm specifically saving it for them. And he went, "Can I have some of that? Can I have some of that, <laughs> <laughs> have some of that for dessert?" Yeah, but, but remember, you can't finish it because oh yeah, 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 yeah. God, rules reversed. Gets it in the basket, puts it in front of himself. So doesn't like get a few, put it on a plate, put the basket back on top of the fridge. Yeah, basket in front of himself, gets a can of Fanta out the fridge. Opens that, and me and my girlfriend at the time sat there and watched him eat him like no chewing, just like a duck, and just put, I just just glugging him down with a fan of each time, absolutely astounded, like we were in a lab taking notes on some creature. And he ate all of them. No, he didn't eat all of them. He had about half that basket, which is still nuts. Wow, still nuts if you're at your your grandkids' sweets. I was pretty sure. You can't be experiencing each sweet as it happens. You're just mm. getting the sugar in. You'll be mm. just like, get it in my. I just want it in my body. Just what's in them. Yeah. Like I just want that in my bloodstream. I don't really care about how they yeah, taste. It's, or... it's, it's a real. It's a real issue. Got the hypocrisy of talking about my dessert in comparison to coming for people at the beginning that don't drink water. <laughs> sure. Yeah. This is this is really. Yeah. So yeah. You've got a Fanta fruit twist as well with the... a Fanta frozen. Fanta frozen. Ooh. The ones you get from the cinema. Yeah. Frozen yeah. fruit twist. Yeah, you usually get the cherry mixed with the raspberry, which is the blue one. But I just think the raspberry is the best one, so I always just get that on its own. So is the Fanta Frozen like a challenger to Tango Ice Blast? Yeah. And you prefer the Fanta Frozen? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think the Fanta Frozen came first. Did that, it? That's a bold statement, though. This is, the, think... this is the new Jollof Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Fanta Frozen versus Tango Ice Blast. So yeah. I feel like... Tango Ice Blast is the only thing really keeping the Tango company afloat at this point. That's true. I don't, you know? I don't ever They're see anyone with a can of, of Tango. Yeah. No. yeah, everyone's always going to go Fanta. So, like, I would feel bad, even though I'm sure it does taste nicer, the, the Fanta Frozen. Mm. Tango Ice Blast is like, as soon as that's gone, as soon as that gets defeated, they're, they're done. Yeah, it's yeah. over. It's over. But, the, but I'm Cash surprised in. that, you know, the Orange Tango Ice Blasts aren't really much of a thing. It's just the red or the blue. It's yeah, like, that's well, kind of across the board. Maybe it's an aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing thing. Mm. But there, the there used puppies. to be, yeah, there used to be an orange one, but I only ever see pink and blue. When I used to serve them at the at the theme park in Kevin, that they then they would go after me. Um, there was there was a green one. Oh, and that was my that was, was my favorite. Like lime. Yeah, and I I loved it so much. Are you one of those people that like lemon and lime? You love lemon and lime. I love lemon and lime. You love lemon and lime as well. Mm. Yeah, okay. especially with some with cola. With Coca-Cola? Yeah, the lemon and lime is itself, absolutely. But as a flavour mm. of something, never, usually ever choose it. Really? It's my favourite vape. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Azuka is a vapist. I am also a vapist. You, you came in with your vape earlier and asked Benito if you were allowed to vape in the room. Did, it's very important to you. You asked loud. me five times. Before, <laughs> I didn't ask you five before, times. Before, before I deferred you to Benito. <laughs> it was very, very important to you. 
It's a very loud one. I don't think it's fair for the listener to hear some kind of like unasked for. Uh, is it because Vic plays the crazy frog? Yeah, which I used to do what? as a kid. Does it? No, it around the room. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Imagine if Imagine. I, ding, 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 every, t- every time. time you inhale from it, <laughs> ring, ding, 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 ding. trying to vape in secret. You love Crazy Frog. I do love Crazy Frog. Yeah. I think we need to reassess Crazy Frog. Crazy I think it was a work of comic genius. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I think he did pretty well at the time, better than it deserved. Yeah, but it was very. It was much, the charts. It was much maligned <laughs> by the critical community. Yeah, I just think we need some sort of big long think piece on the Crazy Frog now. Yeah, fair. But, what what flavour vape have you got? This is pineapple. I'm obsessed with pineapple vapes. He can't have that in his house. Why? Uh, my wife's allergic to pineapple. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, for pineapple vapes. That's yeah. true. Can't, yeah. She can't be near that. She yeah. just does she not like the face. smell. Yeah, I think it would yeah. I think it might sort of like psychosomatically bring out a bring out mm. hives. Fair. Yeah. And are you strictly lemon and lime flavour? No, no, no. I'm rocking a cola at the moment. Yes. Yes, you are. I heard yeah. that on the, yeah. the Paul Mesco one. Used yeah. to be a peach boy. I've, Gosh, these are bold flavours. I'll dip in and out of Juicy Peach, sure. Dips in and out. Oh, I've got fizzy orange as well, actually. Oh, how is that? Tango. It's Fanta. It tastes like Fanta. Oh, delicious. Yeah, yeah. Not like nice. Tango. Well, I guess, yeah. But I was trying to pitch it to Azuka, so I was going Fanta. Okay, yeah, nice. You, you, you like Fanta. And you don't vape? No, no, You're a no. You're better man than both of us. Yeah. Never smoked, never vaped. Never smoked ever. No, I never smoked you ever. You don't know what it's like. Don't know what it's like, wouldn't know. Oh, God, your lungs must love you. My lungs love me. Every part of my body, actually, <laughs> loves me, I think. He's a big smackhead, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Guilty as charged. <laughs> I'm going to read your menu back to you now, see how Go you on. feel about it. All right. You would like Highland Spring still water yes, through oh. the door. You would like Irish soda bread with Kerrygold butter, starter, bruschetta from Italy. And then we're staying in Italy, going through another door to see the Tooch and having red sauce and chorizo pasta. Uh, then we're going through another door to Nigeria. Uh-huh. Nigerian jollof, asun goat, porridge yam, puff puff, plantain. Stunning. Side dish. We're going to all of your friends' plates. <laughs> Picking on them. Brilliant. Most likely you're having a, a side salad from Sienna and sushi from Rene mm-hmm. with tempura prawn in it, not with raw fish because no, it reminds you of the stinky kitchen. Drink, well, you want a strawberry daiquiri as soon as you arrive in the conservatory, but you would like Californian cab sav and arioca from Spain. Mm. Dessert, you want a giant pick and mix with Biggie Smalls in New York in the 90s. Loads of different American sweets, mainly fizzy <laughs> sweets with a Fanta raspberry frozen. Or Fanta Fruit Twist Frozen. Fanta Frozen with a combination of the cherry flavour and the raspberry flavour. Lovely. And then probably a little bit of a, a vape afterwards on your pineapple vape. I think I'll need a vape between courses. Yeah. I usually get a craving as soon as I've eaten something. So that'll just be ongoing throughout the whole night. Vaping. Yeah. Maybe there's a shisha stand somewhere. Yeah. Three will go through the door. How do you feel about it? <laughs> it's going to be... I just can't wait for my friends to listen to this. You've definitely used the doors to their full effect, I'd say. Yeah, 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 I think so. And, you know, I'll go home and obviously shed a tear over the doors that I forgot or missed, but there'll be lots of people that'll be able to go through whatever door they want. And well, you won't go home. You won't be. go home. I won't, but other people no, might. No, one will. Everyone's going to fucking die. Only in my universe. Okay, so just just you. Yeah. Just you going to die. Yeah. That's your choice. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, it's a sad way to end this episode. Well, you with know. With the death of a guest. Azuka seems okay with it. Yeah, Azuka seems all right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah fair enough. Next. Yeah, it's her well, choice. Good luck. Good luck with it all. Um, <laughs> can't wait to watch the series. Do tell Stephen Graham that he's dead meat. Let him know. I will do. I'll, I'll, I'll tell him and then I'll show him a picture. <laughs> <Of> me? <laughs>
he, he already like, knows. this guy's coming for you. He knows yeah. what I fucking look like. Prepare. He knows what I look like. Yeah. Show him a picture uh, of him when he's wearing his footman costume in Amazon. Yeah, Cinderella. The Amazon Cinderella. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. you show him that. Yeah. I will. You show him that. Say, this is England, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Azuka. Thank you, there we are, James. A fantastically detailed dream restaurant from Izuka. Very detailed. An entire universe, entire world, entire set of magical rules. And timelines. Timelines. So much going on. It was like the sort of thing I'd imagine if they did a Marvel-themed restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. No, it would be. You're absolutely, yeah. absolutely right. Go through doors to different, different timelines. Yeah, that'd be quite exciting. Different universes. The multiverse. The multiverse of... Funny old mood, you today, aren't you? Huh? Funny old mood. I had two custardos. <laughs> yes, thank you very much to Forza Win. Uh, of course, we talked about the custardo on uh, Jimmy Famarewa's episode. He picked that as part of his dream meal. Yeah. Uh, James then stole that yep. and used it on his dream meal, even though he'd not had it at that point. Yep. Someone on Instagram posted that I stole all of Jimmy's menu. I did you? No. I had hey. stuff from Mangal 2, which I was always planning on having. Uh-huh. And there was probably somewhere else I had stuff from, maybe Quality Chop House. I think he had an olive oil ice cream maybe from somewhere else. But you stole his drink directly. Yeah, and deliberately Deliberately. And some Um, people don't know when I'm saying something or you're saying something. Oh, is this this the case? Okay, fair enough. I mean, you know... This is the Tautaju situation all over again. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. long may that continue. I'm pleased to report that the Costado from Forza Win tastes... Every bit as delicious as I imagined it when Jimmy described it. Yes. And when I stole it and put it on my menu. Yeah. I've never put something on my dream menu before that I've never had, but it sounded so delicious I had to have it. Had it today. It is absolutely staying on the menu. Um, incredible. Well, let me tell you, I had uh, two little shots of it as a yeah. taste. Absolutely delicious. Yeah. Uh, thought this will be my downfall. I had it at the same time as my lunch. Got in to record the episode with the Zooka straight afterwards. And my blood sugar meter on my phone yeah. was buzzing like a champion. <laughs> Not conducive to yeah. my insulin regime, but worth it for the short-term distress. Maybe I should get a blood sugar meter. No, I don't think you should. No? No. I don't know. It'd be interesting. It would be interesting slash horrifying. Mm. Yeah. Well, you also have a working pancreas, so it wouldn't wouldn't be too much of an issue, I don't think. Compliment received. Hmm? Thank you for the compliment. Not a compliment about my pancreas. No, I think you're. I think you muggles are scum. What the, don't listen to him, pancreas. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much to Azuka for coming in of course we're very excited that Boiling Point is available now on BBC iPlayer and it's being shown on BBC One and the second series of the multi-award winning hugely acclaimed Big Boys uh, is coming later in the year to Channel 4 as well what a year congratulations Azuka huge year huge year for Azuka and an even bigger year for Azuka because she did not say walnut oil. Thank you for not saying that so we can continue to ask you about your menu. Yes. Uh, if you like me, um, I'm on tour next year. Starting in March, uh, Hot Diggity Dog is the name of the show and I'm going across and around the UK, edgamble.co.uk for tickets. Also, buy my book published on October 26th, Ed Gamble, Glutton, the Multicourse Life of a Very Greedy Boy, available from all good bookshops. JamesAcaster.com for tickets to Heckler's Welcome in 2024. Newcastle and Edinburgh are mainly looking at you. That's where the that's where the ticket sales aren't 
aren't soaring through the roof, put it that way. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, it's all relative, isn't it? When James complains about ticket sales, he means it hasn't sold out in three and a half minutes. Yes. Yeah. And I'm annoyed at that. Yeah, it should be, mate. Disgraceful. I've seen the show and uh, it's a double thumbs up from me. Thank you, Ed. Huge vouch for that show. It's absolutely fantastic. Some of your finest work. He's a nice boy and I like him. Huge shout out as well to the East London Liquor Co. Glug, glug, glug. Uh, who sent us some rye whiskey and some gin. Uh, Benito's been swigging it through all the episodes. Yeah, he's he is having a good time, that yeah. boy. Yeah. Um, Picklebacks for breakfast. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you again sometime soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Unless your name is Stephen Graham. In which case, good night. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.